there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Good to have you on board here on a Friday. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Kicking off this hour, uh, talking more. It's all NFL today. Ross Tucker joins the program now. He's on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. Uh, the Ross Tucker Pod as well, Even Money Podcast. Yeah, you can subscribe to that wherever you get your podcasts as well. And uh, Ross, thanks for the time today. We appreciate it as always. As you tweeted last night, it's not the same old Lions. Um, they caught maybe a break or two, obviously, in that game last night. But I don't care. That looked good last night. And I think they are going to be a player in the NFC this year. How high are you on this team? Well, I agree. You know, I would say they did catch a break or two. But, you know, that goes both ways, sure. right? I mean... Mm-hmm. They also, there were several times where they could have called the right tackle for the Chiefs, Jawan Taylor. <laughs> Forget even him timing the count. You know, I thought him timing the count was close enough that I was okay with them not calling it a number of times. But he was he was lined up in the backfield. I yeah, mean, yeah. The, the, the rule is you have to have your helmet break the belt line of the center. And that's the part, that was the part that was more egregious to me. And so, yeah, did the Lions benefit from not having Kelsey or Chris Jones for the Chiefs? Of course. And Kadarius Tony with those drops. But you know what? They still did it, right? Like, they still were down 20 to 14. They marked the length of the field and they scored. And they had things go against them as well. You know, the Marvin Jones fumble or the snap when the tight end was in motion, right? So, not everything went perfectly for the Lions either. And that would be a game that the same old Lions would find a way to not win, right? They'd find a way to lose. Instead, they got it done, and they deserve a lot of kudos for doing so. Yes, I agree with that. And uh, I said before you came on, and you're the perfect guy to talk to. Great timing because you played the position. Collinsworth called Taylor slot receiver. Have you ever seen it that, that, that egregious? 
where the guy's not even close to the line of scrim. McCauley at one point just throws his hands up and goes, guys, I guess they're not calling it tonight. Yeah, I, I, um, I was thinking about that the whole game. Um, you know, I would say with both false starts and with how an offensive tackle lines up, uh-huh. they kind of give you the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like, if it's close, they're not going to call it. So what happens is, typically, guys will push the envelope because it's an advantage for the offensive tackle to be off the ball more. So guys will push it. They'll see how far they can go. And then what happens is the side judge will come in and he'll say, hey, you're, you're, you're too far back. You got to move up. They'll give you a warning before they call it. Uh-huh. I don't know if they ever gave Juwan Taylor a warning. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah, don't know yeah. um, because they never called it. So I am really surprised that the Lions didn't complain, although maybe they did. I don't know. We don't know. But that the Lions didn't complain and say, listen, and at least have the official give him the warning. Then after that, he could call it, but they didn't call it once all game. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're right. It's a huge win by Detroit. And in the past, that's a game they don't win. They could be favored in six of their next seven games. The other thing is they're getting guys back, you know, with the suspensions in six games, they'll be getting Williams back and other players too. So do you think it can be a team that only not only wins a division, but makes a deep run? Well, and I think that that's the point, right? Is, you know, they didn't look great last night, but it's the second time in a row now. You go back to that Packers game week 18 last year and now this game where they look good. They look like they belong. The moment's not too big for them. I mean, look, they didn't even ever used to give the Lions primetime games. Now, back-to-back primetime games on the road, big stages, their offensive line is very good. I think golf looks good. They have a bunch of weapons. And, man, they have an awesome draft class. Yes, they did. I mean, on, yeah. defense, on defense, Jack Campbell and Brian Branch. On offense, Laporta, the tight end, and uh, what they were getting out of Gibbs, too, who I think there's even more there. I thought that was a really good sign. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, maybe the busiest NFL media member in the entire country, Ross Tucker. You're calling games this year for CBS. Uh, congrats on that. You have a very good game on Sunday. Saints and the Titans, and we've talked about this game already today. I kind of like the Titans plus the points, but Paulie thinks that uh, there's some clear separation and that the Saints to win the division is a good bet. Do you agree with that part? Like it's the Saints, probably then the Falcons, and then, the, I mean, forget about it. Between you got to draw a line between those two and the other two teams in that division? Yeah, so a couple thoughts. Number one, I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be an awesome game. I, mean, I think I got one of the best games yeah. mm-hmm. um, in week one. And I think there's a really good chance that both these teams win their division. I really do. Um, I know the Titans aren't the favorites. The Jags are. But the Jags, they got some serious O-line issues, especially to start this year. And, I mean, the Titans almost won it last year with Josh Dobbs at quarterback, you know, and Tannehill was banged up like the whole year. So I think this is a field goal game either way, which, by the way, is interesting because the Titans traded for Nick Folk, who's a very good kicker, whereas the Saints have an undrafted rookie yeah. free agent because they traded their kicker to Will Lutt. So mm-hmm. if it comes down to a field goal, that will 
certainly be an interesting storyline. I think the Saints and the Falcons are pretty close in the NFC South. You know, I think the Saints have some question marks, in particular on the D-line. You know, their D-tackles, Kalen Saunders and Nathan Shepard, never really were starters, you know, at their previous teams, the the Jets and the Chiefs. So that's who they're going with. And it's kind of like unknown, which is the Titans O-line, against the unknown a little bit of the Saints D-line. I think whoever gets the better of that matchup probably wins the game. But uh, I do think it's a a toss-up field goal either way. And I do think that the Saints and Falcons will be neck and neck for that division. I think there's clear separation between those two and then Carolina and then more Mm -hmm. separation and then the Bucs. Yeah. Yeah, Even Money Podcast, Ross Tucker, our guest. You also do preseason games with the Eagles. Do they? Do we finally have a repeat champ in the East, or can Dallas catch them? Well, I think that's going to be neck and neck as well. You know, the Cowboys, I'm really high on coming into the year. You know, I thought they needed to get better at their number two receiver, at their number two corner. You bring in Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore? Yeah. Now maybe those guys aren't aren't number ones anymore, you know, like they used to be or they were last year. But I think they're still darn good number twos. The question mark for the Cowboys is really Mike McCarthy calling the plays. I mean, that that's the thing that jumps out to me there. I, I'm skeptical of that. For the Eagles, they have two new coordinators, seven new starters, including five up the middle on defense. And they lost their best D tackle in Hargrave. They're two linebackers. They're two safeties. That's a lot. And they got a lot of other good D linemen. They have good corners. But losing both coordinators and five starters up the middle on defense, it's a lot. They both feel like 12, 13 win teams to me. Oh. Do you think the Eagles get back to the Super Bowl? I think they got a darn good chance. Yeah, but. It's tough. I mean, I go back to what you were saying earlier. I think this is a decent year for a team like Detroit or Seattle to kind of make a playoff run. If, if, if you're someone out there that likes long shots or, you know, taking a, a swing on things, I wouldn't, I, I would, I would strongly consider the Lions or the Seahawks to win the NFC. And obviously that would be a, that would be a big bet. Yeah. How about a team or two that flops this season, Ross? Baltimore Ravens. Oh, wow. I'm skeptical of of the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not a believer in, you know, spread offense with Lamar Jackson throwing the ball all over the place. I mean, first of all, it's never really been what he's done best. I feel like he was much better throwing the ball off a play action. And then second of all, to Odell Beckham Jr., who didn't play a down last year and just popped up on the injury report again, or a rookie in Zay Flowers or Rashad Bateman, who's never healthy. I mean, I don't, I don't really think that they have the wide receivers and I'm not sure they have the quarterback to operate this spread offense, throwing the ball over the place. Now maybe they'll adjust, but I'm skeptical of the Ravens and they've got depth issues, a corner, serious issues, a corner with Humphrey out. Yep. I'm not sure they have a great, Edge rusher, they got issues. That'd be something else. They're a very sexy team, obviously, mm-hmm. in the betting market. Uh, you can follow Ross on Tucker. He is at Ross Tucker NFL. Download and subscribe to his podcast, the Even Money Podcast. 
calling games this year for CBS. Have a great call, Ross, on Sunday between the Saints and the Titans. Thanks so much for the time. Of course. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. There you go. Busy guy, no doubt. There's a surprise. Now, imagine if that happens. Imagine if they underachieve. Well, that's the definition, right? You want a team, when you ask somebody, give me a team that's going to flop. Okay, here's one, Baltimore. Wow. All right. I mean, that division is so good. Would you call that division the best in football? Or or is AFC is AFC East on line one? Saying, hold on a second here, pal. Uh, Both are very good. Yeah. It's one That's A tough. one and one A probably. I mean, there's certainly a scenario where it's, they wow, would what if the Steelers have a good offense? They were twenty six yeah. in points per game last year. I mean, it's they clothed, they won six of their last seven, seven of their last eight. Yeah. Six of their last uh, seven, yeah. How about if Pickett makes a nice jump? Yeah. In year number two. Watch stays healthy. Mm. That's a that's going to be a two great divisions. Let's right, so follow the money here on Veasan, the sports betting network. Up next, more NFL. Guess what team is twenty four and twelve ATS as a dog since twenty eighteen? We'll tell you next here on Veasan. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with the G-Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards that decline sports betting transactions or treat them as a cash advance, the G-Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook apps. You'll earn a 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app loads every time and 2% on other purchases. G-Bank Visa, a card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere, works with apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesars. To learn more, go to g.bank slash g.bank slash vison ross tucker does have a good game and there's it's a very good schedule uh coming up sunday where we only have what 
we only have two spreads now that uh, are seven or higher. The Baltimore game and, and the Commanders. The Commanders of all teams. Going against this, this outfit in Arizona. Oh, my God. Well, you see God. the look-ahead number? Yeah, we talked about that on Wednesday. The Giants, what, are five and a half? Yeah. On the road against the Cardinals? What are the Cowboys going to be there then? Eight and a half, nine? I mean, yeah. they're three and a half. We'll get to that game coming up in a little bit, the Sunday night game. But I asked the question, guess what team is 24 and 12 ATS as a dog since 2018? Do you know? Do you want to take a guess? Pittsburgh. It is. Okay. First of all, they've been a dog 36 times. Yeah. Wow. In the last five years, that's a little surprising. But they're also 81 and 55 under since 2015. Uh, incredible. 49ers, 15 and 22 ATS versus non-conference teams since 2014. 66% of the bets on San Francisco at DraftKings. All these numbers are available. vcin.com. You go there, you become a, a pro subscriber today. Um, I'm I'm high on Pittsburgh this year, and this will, again, I was hoping that this would be three for the contest. It isn't. It's two and a half out here. I'm, pr- I'm probably still going to be on the Steelers, and I did bet the Steelers plus three, minus 15 uh, earlier in the summertime. Yeah, I'm high on Pittsburgh too, and I love what I watched in the preseason and how they played down the stretch. And imagine, as I said earlier, imagine if they get this offense cooking. And certainly they have the weapons. And Pickens averaging 15 yards of reception last year as well. But 26 in points per game. But still almost made the playoffs and closed strong. When Watt was in there and healthy, they allowed 17 points per game. San Francisco went 14-5 and five last year. Number one defense in the league. Embarrassment of riches. New defensive coordinator now in Wilkes, and they're trying to go to the NFC title game for the third year in a row. They are 2-4 and four week one openers under Shanahan, and we know what happened last year when they went to Chicago and lost in the quagmire. I'm concerned if it's tight, and it could be. Now, are we sure with Moody here, the kicker? I mean, it was an adventure in some of these games, and I don't uh, – he, he might have some issues early on. And then the other thing that would concern me at least early – is the health of Kittle, and is there a pitch count, uh, you know, this pitch count that they supposedly had on Purdy for much of camp and in the preseason? Is he rusty? What does it look at? But, but again, you can't ignore the the production and what the guy did when he was in there and the fact that he hasn't lost a game that he's that he's played at least three quarters. So yeah. the, the biggest question mark to me on this 49ers team, it's not Brock Purdy. It's the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, I know they have one of the best linemen in the entire sport in Trent Williams. But beyond that, it's shaky, and I think maybe shaky at best. And they're supposed to have this great running game, and it's Kyle Shanahan, so I do trust him. But if the O-line's not there uh, beyond Trent Williams, maybe it's not going to make life easy for Christian McCaffrey. And then beyond that, Elijah Mitchell, when he's going to be healthy. And uh, if Brock, uh-huh. I, th- I think Purdy's going to be just fine as long as they can keep him upright and so he doesn't get destroyed in these games, which, by the way, if they're not good... Um, could be a long day for him because that Steelers front with, yeah. with the healthy T.J. T, uh, sure. Watt, as you said, is really, really good. Well, the game the, plan should be just get rid of it fast, though, 100%. too. 100%. Because they were number one in Yak last year. Yeah, and they have the best weapons, in my opinion, in the entire league to do that with, right? Yeah. I know Kettle, uh, check the status of Kittle, though, questionable again. Um, and by the way, he really popped. I thought that Kittle and Ayuk took off last year with Purdy. And the connection that Purdy had with Ayuk in the preseason and all of the comments coming out uh-huh. of San Francisco regarding that kind of one-two combo, very, very strong. 
And uh, I know people who have been high on Ayuk this year going into the season with season-long props, either as touchdown prop over or receiving yards. It makes sense to me. If this team could just go back and get that 2021 draft pick all over again, or not even trade up to number three overall. Right? They completely whiffed on Trey Lance because they could have taken Sewell, offensive lineman, who has turned out to be a stud. With, I mean, you know the list at this point, right? J.C. Horn came out. He's awesome. Sertain came out. He's very good. They could have had Justin Fields. They could have had Micah Parsons. They could have had Mac Jones, a bunch of other players here. This team is arguably the most talented in the entire league, but I don't yeah. like them in week one. Well, I mean, even Kittle said it. The pressure that they're under, Kittle said this. the, the window might be closing here. Because you see how much they have to pay these guys and what the contracts look like yeah. next year and what the, all the money they just had to pay Bosa. So eventually they're going to lose these stars on offense. Mm-hmm. But again, you have Mr. Irrelevant, though, as your quarterback, and, and, and that works out. So that, that that's – you might be right. So there's a lot of pressure on them, and if they can't get it done again this year, you might, you might have a point because eventually these guys are going to fall off, get old injuries, and you're going to lose people too. Yeah. So great matchup, though. Let me bring up a couple of numbers here and see if uh, it's good enough to put you on Arizona as they play at the Commanders, and uh, Washington is lane seven as we speak. Underdogs of six and a half points or more, again, only 10 and 28 straight up, but they're 26, 12 and one ATS. That's 68% in week one since 2013. And to take it and go a little bit deeper here, NFL opening week road teams that won between four and six games the year before are 49, 21 and five ATS since 2004. That's 70%. And now you're looking at the betting splits here. This game is a little bit like Colorado and Nebraska. In college, everybody and their sister is betting Washington this weekend. And my projections here, projection here is that they will be, I think, probably easily the number one team in Survivor at Circa. Half the entries? It might be. I mean, when, when, the, when the owner here came on with us, Derek Steams on Tuesday and yeah. said 40% is too low, okay. Yeah. Rivera on the hot seat. I love bringing in Bienemy as the OC. McLaurin looks like he's going to be good to go. It's going to be finally it's uh, sold out, and you get rid of this Snyder stench with the new ownership, and the fans are excited, and they're coming back. Howell looked great in the preseason. The top five defense last year. And Randy McKay, v fan of the year, pro sports better, vantage player, said he's been doing this for what do you say? Twenty-five years. This is the lowest-rated team he's had. It is. The, he this the, he's, it's, it's a laughing stock. They're a joke. They're tanking. They don't want to win. Come on, they just they're starting a guy they just acquired, and he's he's been a journeyman. And the other thing, you know, there's a a great episode in Winning Time where Adrian Brody goes off as Pat Riley. He plays Pat Riley, and and Riley just snaps in one of the episodes, and he just starts yelling, going going off, and criticizing every player. Did you see this Gannon thing in front of the team? Oh, I did. Yeah, that's another thing. Are, are we sure? A lot of people think he's the reason why they lost the Super Bowl, and now he's the head coach, and he doesn't come off. And that was just a bizarre. A lot of times in hard knocks, coaches get exposed, but but this thing with with Gannon, where he comes out and uh, who's a dog, and how'd you get to work today? And so taking and the, the bus. Did you take the bus? The players looking at him like, what is this, uh, Paul? So you factor all of this in, where they're not trying to win. The win total is the lowest, three and a half at DraftKings. You're going with Dobbs and or Toon if something happens. They can't stand Kyler Murray, 
Who knows if he gets in there and how much he actually plays. Hollywood Brown's been a disaster. Uh, I mean, this is... Well, remember boy, that... this could be bad. That story came out about the culture and the environment around every NFL team and how players would grade it. It's everything, right, incorporated. How they're treated, uh-huh. the Don't, facilities. They have to pay for meals, I yes. think it said, or something. The, the Cardinals got an F across the board. Yeah, right, good So w- what's to like here? Yeah, like, everybody right. hates each other the way it seems? Well, they have a plan. They want, they try, trying to get two top five picks or two, the two, uh, number one, number two next year. Yeah, but that that's their plan. If everybody hates each other, was that going to change all of a sudden? How yeah. about that report, Caleb Williams now? His dad comes out and says, uh, uh, we're not so sure about this. We, we're not so sure if he wants to go to Arizona or not. Might well, stay at USC not, next year. Yeah, that's yeah, come on. It's Go. just well, demand Arizona. You know, Arizona can trade him then, or or make a move, but pull an Eli Manning. But that's we can expand on this yeah. game a little bit later on I, as well. I, I'm with you. This could be this is a little bit like, little bit like Colorado, where it could, well in I, terms of yeah. I mean, it it could be off the charts bad, and then they could come out and shock the world, and you knock out half a survivor. But I just. I don't see how this is going to – how the hell do they go over their win total unless Kyler Murray plays like eight games? I still don't, don't even see that. To. Right. I don't even see I how that can happen. No. I mean, they're trying to lose. Nope. Uh, we, we'll expand on the uh, Packers and Bears game. I, I've said this now for probably three months. I, I just – I don't understand how the power rating either favors the Bears or they're like comparable. Their, their win total – was juiced yeah. higher than the Packers. Their odds to win the division still are lower than the Packers. It's a three-win team. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to go from last year's Aaron Rodgers, who was not great, folks, to an unknown in Jordan Love. I think the kid can probably play a little bit. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. They've lost 12 of the last 13 at home against the Packers. Yeah. Can you believe that? And more afternoon games coming up. Everybody loves the Sean Payton hire in Denver. It's either been really, really good for retread coaches in week one, or really, really bad. We'll tell you which way it's gone in recent years. Coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Thursday night football is over, but there's still time to get a betting edge before Sunday's game. Our updated NFL betting guide has plenty of opportunities all season long. Picks from every on-air host, preseason analysis, football contest strategies. If you want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, now's the time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for as low as $19 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. Bet smarter all year long. Sign up today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. A bit more here on this Bears-Packers game. Justin Fields, 4-16 and 16 straight up, 6-14 and 14 ATS in Sunday games. The Monday night game got you last year in Survivor. Yes. On the road at the Patriots. Bears, 6-18 ATS versus divisional opponents since 2019. The Packers are 16-8. All that, of course, with Aaron Rodgers. The Packers have eight straight covers against the Bears, hence him telling the Bears crowd last year, the, uh, uh, you know, your daddy, I'm your daddy, here I am. Now, here's what's uh, intriguing. The Bears have 65% of the handle, 70, uh, 70% of the bets at DraftKings. Steve Mackinnon's write-up at vcin.com tracked it last year. In NFL divisional games, when a team has a majority of the handle, betters were absolutely awful, as he wrote. The majority group was 36-64 and 64 ATS, 36%. Again, on paper, this Packers team is still really good. The quarterback spot, I'll give you that, he's an unknown. People automatically, mm-hmm. by default, think that he's going to stink. Yeah, I don't brought, get that. Brought this up months ago. 
I, the love for the Falcons because of the schedule, fine. But people who love the Falcons don't even bring up Desmond Ritter. They won't even say like, oh, I've got a big question about Ritter. But with the Packers, it's all, well, love, love might stink. What? How do you say one and then the other? Mm-hmm. And he might be, well, he want, might be out there without Watson. That could be a blow to the offense. Dobbs appears to be good to go. Yeah. But uh, I agree with what Mike Palm said, the VP of Circa yesterday, regarding the Bears. Number one, we, the, the, how bad the defense was doesn't get enough attention. They were 29th in defense. They were 31st against the run. How bad it was offensively in second halves of games also and Fields' lack of success throwing the ball. Chicago's uh, been – Green Bay's owned them with the 12-1 and in Chicago last 13. They beat them eight in a row overall. The Bears couldn't win a game in the division as well, and we just think that they're going to go over their win total of seven and a half. I can't figure it out. Just because they got D.J. Moore, too. So we'll see if Fields develops as a passer, but he's going to have to prove it to me. But I, to me, certainly there's a lot more to like on paper from Green Bay's standpoint than Chicago. And the defense was horrible. The offense was 28th. They had no passing game whatsoever. Yeah. It was just her, uh, Fields ad-libbing and taking off and running and, and some of the design stuff, too. So I'm not sure Eberflus is a good coach either. That's another one. I mean, come on. I mean, that was alarming how bad they were down the stretch because they won two of their first three games. And then what right. happened? So, no, they, they did address the defense in the offseason. Yep. Their linebacker linebacker core, for example, by default, is going to be much, much better. So that should help improve. But also, you're going to go from 28th to, to where then defensively? Like, how high is that leap uh-huh, right. on that side of the ball? And again, I need to kind of, everybody needs to see it with Fields throwing the football. And, I mean, I'm sorry, but if he keeps running like that, there's a good chance that he's going to get hurt at some point. That happens a lot, obviously, for guys that have played that style of football. Um, and if that happens, my God, it's what is it, they brought back Peterman, I think. And then it's the, the kid from Shepherd University, yeah. the D2 kid. I'll, I'll give you this uh, with the Raiders and the Broncos game. Broncos lane three and a half total is 44. Yeah. Retread head coaches. This is uh, wild. They are 86 and 63 straight up. But only 49, 89 and 11 ATS. 35.5%. That's since 2013. Um, as home favorites, retread coaches are 55 and 38 straight up, but 29, 59 and 5 ATS, that's 33% in their first seasons over the last decade. And since 2013, in weeks 1 through 10 of their first seasons, they've combined to go 89. 133 and 5 ATS. That's 40%. The Broncos as a favorite since 2017, 14 and 28 ATS. And they are 63% to the under in all their games since 2015. The retread coaches mm-hmm. angle up at vsin.com, part of uh, what Steve Mackin ran down. Great numbers every single week from Steve. That, uh, that, those numbers, like that, overwhelmingly that bad kind of surprised me. Well, this is the biggest upgrade you're ever going to see from one year to the next. You go from one of the worst coaches ever from Hackett now to a Hall of Famer in Peyton. Yep. But it comes down to can he fix Wilson and, and what does he look like? And Wilson said when Peyton asked him, can I coach you hard? He said, yeah. But it was it was historically bad last year. I mean, they couldn't even get the plays in on time. But again, that stre- if they would have scored 18 points per game, they would have started off 7-1. and one. 
And then the defense played so well, but just ran out of gas because they were on the field so much. So they're supposed to be better. But I do like the fact that Lombardi knows he's connected, that it's a short leash. And Stidham is ready to go if Wilson gets off to a slow start. The other thing is the Raiders were so bad defensively. I bet the Raiders win total under, but ESPN.com had that report, that article, who's on the hot seat, every team, organization. It's Graham, the defensive coordinator. They were 28th in defense. They were 29th against the pass. And now you have the Chandler Jones debacle. I don't know what's going on here. Did they, he couldn't get in the facility. He loses his mind. They did a welfare check on him. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But uh, And then certainly, what does the offense look like? And you want to pin everything that went wrong on Carr last year. Well, i got to point the finger, too, at the head coach. How many mm-hmm. halftime leads are you going to blow? You know, and, and Garoppolo, yes, he was with New England and San Francisco. The guy is a winner with his 40-17 and 17 record. But he's injury prone. And then what happens? I mean, we like the O'Connell ticket, Offensive Rookie of the Year, but... He looked great in the preseason, but we'll see what that means. So it's 6-11 and against 5-12 and last year. I think another intriguing late game, and I, I don't know. But there's we'll find out right away. Can Wilson improve? Do we see the Wilson from Seattle? Well, and, and, it, and see if Peyton can work wonders here in a miracle. I wonder where this number would have gone, right, if Russell Wilson and the offense looked really good in the preseason. Yeah, true. Right? I don't yeah, think, I don't think right. we'd be getting right. this buyback uh, or the movement towards the Raiders here because, again, the Raiders, yes, they have really good skilled guys. Jacobs, back, Adams, elite, offensive line, improving. But on defense, I mean, it's Max Crosby. It's their first-round pick. The Jones thing appears to be a debacle. And they have, outside of that, they have one of the worst defenses in the entire league. Yep. Can the Broncos yep. exploit that? Judy, of course, questionable. He was limited yesterday in practice. Well, that's at least good news. This, this team goes through so many injuries every yeah, single year. It's yeah. startling, right? Yeah. Uh, and as for the Broncos' defense, I think shaky defensive line. Linebackers can be pretty good. Secondary can be awesome. Um, but can they can they limit some of the elite skilled guys for the Raiders? And 44 is the total here. Uh, I wanted to bet the Broncos... This See, this goes to my example here. I wanted to bet the Broncos' team total over in this game. I don't know if I can get there because they had the reason why is the entire offseason they brought in Sean Payton. He had months to prepare for this pathetic on paper Oakland Raiders defense, Las Vegas Raiders defense. And I think in week one, let's make a statement. Mm-hmm. But because of the injuries, because of the problems at Russell Wilson, I haven't gotten there yet and pulled the trigger. Jacob says he's fresh and good to go. And that's a little surprising because we'll see if he's on a pitch count. So that's one thing to watch. How many carries Jacobs gets. The other thing, the Raiders have owned them. They beat them six in a row. And Denver's got to end this long playoff drought, too. Uh, going back, how ugly yep. it's been for that organization. Now, as one so. more reminder here, Denver happens to be one of the best mm-hmm. home field advantages early on in the season. Right? Teams that are going there, it's super hot. Um, in September, you're at altitude. You're not used to that. And it catches up with teams specifically right. in the second half. So all this talk this week on the show, and rightfully so, I think, about Frank Reich. How about McDaniels? It's been bad, man. Horrible job in Denver. Yeah. Horrible job last year. Set a record for double-digit leads blown. Second half, halftime leads blown. I mean, that's just point right the finger to the finger at him with the lack of halftime adjustments. You know, I, I mean, will. It's just I, unacceptable. Yeah, I've said this over and over and over again. I mean, it's okay, right? Some people are really good coordinators, and they were not meant to be head coaches. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Norv Turner comes to mind. Wade Phillips comes to mind. Vic Fangio. The list is probably endless, right? 
Also, McDaniels had Tom Brady to work with. Right. So as the OC. Mm-hmm. And it did not go well in Denver like he talked about. And last year was laughable with how many games they, they let slide. Um, I know Matt Humans has been on the Raiders, VEASAN host. He bet them at four and a half a while back. He likes them, obviously, four, somewhat of a key number there in the NFL, obviously, on top of that. But he's gonna, I think he's going to get it fixed, Peyton, because he was winning games with Taysom Hill and running that gadget stuff. You know, he's winning games with Trevor Simmons. To what extent, though, does he get it fixed? I think he becomes at least average. It doesn't look like it did last year. You think the Broncos are a borderline playoff team? I think they can win seven games, eight games. Yeah. They should be able to win eight games. I mean, if they won five last year and how bad it was. Uh, I know this. uh, I've talked to two different media members, friends of ours. They think they stink. Really? Yeah. Who live there, cover the team. Oh, man. They think it's, um, oh, boy. The Sunday night game is up next. Giants playing at the Cowboys. Wait until you hear how home divisional dogs have done in week one since 2009. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Wait's over. We went seven months without an NFL game, and now it's here. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL, giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 on any game. Download now. Use code FOLLOW to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly. Code FOLLOW only on DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And a great job by the league with such a a great schedule to start. Oh, this week? These, oh, next games. week's awesome. Look at the late games. How good are the late games? Who? I don't know. The the, the Packers. I, someone could. I wouldn't be surprised at any result in the Packer game. Raiders Broncos is kick ass. Miami Chargers. How good is that game? Very good. The Patriots at home honoring Tom Brady against the NFC champs. Mm-hmm. Rams Seahawks. A lot of intrigue. And the Sunday night game's awesome here. 
I, th- I think Dolphins Chargers might be my favorite game of the entire weekend. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's huge to me. Yep. Uh, okay, so the Sunday night game, again, uh, you think the Giants are the real Fugazi here, right? These are the uh, frauds, not the Vikings. Okay. And I know what happened last year, and you, you're not going to replicate that. You're not going to go 11-0 and in one-score games. But still, there's still value on the Vikings because everyone pointing, everyone points to it. Ah, frauds, give me a break with it, right? Well, they they, 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 they they can't win nine games with that offense, and now you're going to improve on defense yeah, with Flores? I would agree. In December of last year, people could not wait to bet the Vikings right. under this year. Right. And they opened up eight but, and a half. It's like, right. uh, okay. Well, here's my fraud. The Giants, they just happen to meet each other in the playoffs. But this team, the comebacks, and look at the record when they had at least one turnover and the luck factor. And again, who did you beat? Who did you play? You, you beat Baltimore, but you're down 10 with six minutes left to come back in week one, as you mentioned. These are the frauds right here. Now, I like the acquisition of Waller, but can he stay healthy? And congratulations, you got paid, but can Danny Dimes do it again? I'm not so sure. Um, and then Barkley, same thing. I mean, if Barkley doesn't have a good year, he'll be looking for work. But how about this? Dallas has beat him 10 in a row in 11 of 12. Yeah. They've owned them. And, and the Giants haven't been able to beat Dak. So it's 12 and 5 against 9-7-1, and one, and the Cowboys were this close to going to the NFC title game last year and, and coming off the playoff win. Being too short, the number? I, I do. I, I played them in the contest, and I played them in pocket. I, I just think that the, the Giants were total frauds. I love the acquisition of Gilmore. Parsons is going to have a big year. I love Dan Quinn and that ball-hawking defense. Who knows? They might get a couple turnovers Sunday night. But I think it's a big year for Dak. Cut it out with the turnovers. Stop th- throwing interceptions, right? You get the acquisition of Cooks. I don't like McCarthy calling the plays. Uh. Uh, and I don't know what Chan- Schottenheimer's role is going to be. The The positive could be, for, for the organization and you, that it's more feed Pollard. Well, that's in, what on it should paper, be. Right, in theory, it should be a monster year for Tony Pollard. Yes. He should be in the running to win Offensive Player of the Year as long as he stays healthy. He should put up absolutely like video game numbers that's the guy, again, my comparison from last night, right? Hopefully, the Lions don't go down the same path the Cowboys took for many, many years by this Zeke and Pollard split. It better not be Montgomery be playing the role of Zeke and then Jameer Gibbs playing the role. Clearly, there's a better player last night yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah, it's Gibbs, yeah. not Montgomery. And clearly, for years, it was Tony Pollard, not Ezekiel Elliott. Right, so yeah. this, this, I mean, everything should be there for him, right? He's going to get all those carries, all the goal line work, all the passes out of the backfield as well. Now, you got to love Dayball, though. You got to love the guy. Very good coach. Awesome. Year one. I disagreed with him winning coach of the year, but that's neither here nor there. Um, He made it work with Daniel Jones in year one. I think he can do it again in year two because of the head coach and because of the OC Kafka as well. Um, Yeah, I just think he's average, though. I don't don't think he's... Well, I'm not expecting... I I, I mean, the $40 million is just... That's NBA money that we're talking about with him. But you get Waller, though, and he's a big weapon. And people are expecting a gigantic year out of him. Yep. Now, the other thing is, uh, keep an eye on this from, from both teams now. Ma- remember how Maher ended the season? Mm-hmm. There were props up. Would he make a extra miss an extra point a play? And he did. That's right. He Would he miss five, four straight extra points, whatever? Mm-hmm. Maher's now in, with the Rams. Aubrey is the new kicker with the Cowboys. He was a soccer player and, and had a cup of coffee in the USFL. In any event, he was 8-9 in the preseason. But I guess it's an upgrade. But it's something to watch with monitor with two organizations now. Uh, as well. But again, it's a very good team. 
that I wouldn't be surprised if they win the division. They won 12 games, and they have a lot of talent. But well, ta- They've yeah. done an un- unbelievable job of drafting yeah. players. But it's a big year for Dak. I mean, this you got to cut this out, man. You yeah. led the league in interceptions and missed four games? Come yeah. on. He's also had other years that were really, really good, though. Yeah. So you can't just ignore those. Yeah. Uh, divisional dogs, divisional home dogs are 16-7-2 straight up in 21-4 and four ATS, 84% since 2009. That's in week one. Pretty good. Pretty good. Let me get your level of concern with uh, a few things across the league. Paulie, Super Bowl hangover with the Eagles. No. No concern whatsoever. My concern is the schedule. Okay. There's just too much talent, and I think and Hurts is too good, and I trust Sirianni. Justin, uh, Justin Fields' passing ability. Concerned. Yeah. Uh, on the spice level, how spicy? How, uh, uh, eight. Eight that high, huh? I'm an eight. So yeah. what, what if Fields actually surprises a lot of us then, and goes out there, and he is a solid passer? Okay, well, okay. Well, yeah. now we're talking then. The Bears yeah, could, well, could go from three wins to... Well, maybe. I still have to stop people. The defense I mean, will be yeah. better. Well, okay. It will be better. I mean, they just they brought in too much talent not to be better. Even if even if I get those two scenarios, I still think it, they're not going over their win total, though. Oh, if Fields is... I mean, that's still... If I still don't think mu- that's... I'll say this right now. I've been down in the Bears the entire summer. If Justin Fields shows, like, some major improvement passing, they'll soar over seven and a half. That'll change things up know. completely for the team. The well, guy, the I, guy, the guy was no good last year. That's a big jump, though, from three to, to eight, and still in that division. You're still, let's say they they win Sunday, and you're better than the Packers. I still think the Vikings are better, and the Lions are better. All right, pass interference, taunting penalties, or as we saw last night, not calling false starts, determining a big game. Oh, sky high, sure. Uh, that's got to be a ten. Yeah, that is a ten. And by big game, I'm talking about. Like week 15, 16, playoff game. Yeah. It will happen. Yeah. It's, it's the dumbest rule that they have. A spot foul with the PI. You can have a 60-yard penalty. All right. It's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this continues. I don't know. But what, what Jawan Taylor got away with last night. No, it was just the, the, the blatant false starts, and then he's not even close. I, lo- I mean, I love it. Col- Collinsworth called him a slot receiver. Mm-hmm. And it took 58 minutes to call a penalty. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bills year-long drama with Stephon Diggs. Got it. Seven. It's it's simmering for sure. Simmering. It's a good word. Yep. More most or uh, the the missing day ball and and Dorsey, and yeah. the reg- regression of Josh Allen. Yeah. A lot of people down in the Bills this year. Tua's ability to stay healthy. Ten. Has to be. You know, can do all this kung fu karate stuff and MMA training and how to land and and put weight on. But it doesn't matter. If he, one fat guy lands on you or one blow to the head, it's forget it. How can you control that as a quarterback when you get whiplash down to the ground and your head bounces off? You can't, you can't control that. I don't know. Yeah. They said that he was practicing avoiding that. How do you avoid that? Yeah. If you have a 300-pound guy ragdoll you and go right. like this and your head's going to spank off the ground. That was an innocuous play till the end, right? If you, you throw him down and that's, yeah. Yep. What if Brock Purdy isn't as good as he was? Uh, Does he get uh, two? Do, do we go to the bullpen? Well, fine, I'll put Darnold in. You're okay with Darnold? I'll be yeah, in that system and with that, all that talent, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think there's gonna. I don't have any problems with Purdy. I think okay. Purdy's fine. There's no concern there. No. How about the Jets start one and five, <laughs> going to their bye week, and Jordan Love is good. To combine both teams there in play, yes, could happen. The Jets schedule is it's a, a bear. It's a meat grinder. I man. can't wait for the Monday night game. It's awesome. Yep. Is it possible that Salah, if they go... Look at the schedule again. Been talked about for months. Okay, run it down. 
Bills at Cowboys. God. Patriots at home. Chiefs, Sunday night football at Broncos, Eagles bye week. If they're one in five, any chance the last first coach fired? If it looks bad, maybe. Yeah, that's in play with the expectations. They're supposed to go to the Super Bowl. Or at least definitely a deep playoff run with what they have. Uh, I'm very confident they win the week five game. They have that circled when when Peyton made those comments. They are ready to go for that game. If they can't beat the Patriots at home week three, shut it down. You've lost 14 in a row to them? If not now, when? Man, that if is, you can't beat the Patriots this year, come on. That's a tough schedule, though. You sure it is. Chargers on a Monday night game. Dolphins is that uh, Black Friday game. At Miami a couple of weeks later. At the Browns week 17. At the close back-to-back road games. What if they play a road playoff game? That's, why that's we an la- angle already. That, to keep. That's why we laughed at the at the odds to win the Super. They're 16 to 1. Yeah. They were $1.30 to make the playoffs. Look how difficult that is. But some of those will go their way. And, and you know, they'll catch a break. And I don't think it'll be that one and five start. But I, I actually, I, I think the guy's okay, Sal. I think some of, I think he's a, he's a fine coach. And he's just been saddled with Zach Wilson. And it could be. They had a top five defense last year. Uh, isn't that amazing how a coach looks so much better when he actually has a quarterback oh, yeah. that can play? What are you going to do? You can, but to go from Wilson to Rodgers now? Should be a playoff team. The Monday night game is just what a great what a great job by the NFL schedule makers to put that game on Monday night. Up next, NFL better, handicapper, longtime friend of the show, Adam Chernoff will get his take on week one games coming up next year on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.